This is Boston. The Pats win. The Pats win. The uh, the Pats yeah. didn't win. That's a rough subject. They usually win. <laughs> they usually win. I'm gonna still Two say they win. <laughs> no, I know. I mean, I watched it there, but in my head, they won. Welcome to Two Americans in a Soggy Tea Bag. My name is Ian, and we are back. It's literally been about a year. We were trying to figure it out. It was probably last February. So as you can tell, it's literally been a year since we've been back here. But guess who I have with me? None other than number two American himself, Mr. Mark Donahue. What is going on? And the legendary, infamous, and forever soggy teabag. (laughs) <laughs> Mr. Louis Quartz. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> this is so sad over there. He just looks. So uh, no, I think I could have. Said, are, are you forever like salty I about think, no, being I think, the soggy? Guy? I think I could have. I think I could have said anything there, and you guys would have gone. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you're from where? <laughs> I, knew I knew it. We're rocking it off the same way. Much has changed. Louis's hair hasn't though. <laughs> Louis's hair <laughs> is, just, longer. is just longer, a lot longer. and bushier, and he looks like an Indian lion. What what is the Indian version of a lion? A fucking lion. lion. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? It's like a fucking lion with a bindi on it or I something. Don't I don't get it. Where are what? you going? So just a little update on where we are now. Uh, we were living in school last time in the dorms. As we probably said in a past episode on the farm, as you've definitely heard before, and I try and repeat as much as possible. But new location, the new apartment, and we realize that we've been here for almost half of our lease already. And it's crazy. We haven't done a podcast in so long. So this podcast is dedicated to our listeners, our many avid listeners. It's surprising. We're going to try a new format. And also, we were. I, I don't know. I'll just say it because you can always take it out. But um, <laughs> we were thinking about doing a live podcast. It's not. But coming to you soon, we, will lo- we would love to take a live podcast with many listeners. Uh, give a phone number later, obviously, and we'll have you call in during the certain hours and be able to listen to it. Yeah, right that'd be it comes really in. fun. Yeah. Um, also, um, yeah, and you'll be able, you should be able to access it after it goes up, but I don't know how to do it. Uh, we'll figure it and out. And then also, if you if you like the sound of it, you could always let us know in real life as well, because a lot of people who listen to this know us. True. There's a lot of unknown listeners though, which is I really appreciate. Yeah. What are you doing? Taking a selfie. Yeah. Yeah. Who are you sending it to? Huh? so to give you a quick update on the two americans in a soggy tea bag we have been very busy we took a tour all through we went to new york since the last time we've talked to you me you scooter that was so much fun jacob great time and then we took a summer tour as well which included 30 something shows i can't even remember at this point with Mark and Louie joining me in my home state of Minnesota. Shout out. Love you all. Well, what did you all think of Minnesota? It was lovely because the weather was so nice as well. It was it's true. Hot. They, they it was came in, hot. what was it, June, July? Yeah, so it was, June, July. it was humid, warm. It was very nice. 
Yeah, they weren't there in so the winter. My, they don't even know yeah, the pain. All my memories of it are like this kind of nice, warm thing. Yeah. It does. It really has a big effect what the weather's like on a trip. Mark, what did you think of Minnesota? I fucking loved Minnesota. I tell you that like every day. <laughs> <laughs> we got to go back soon. Very good to play that amount of shows. Very continuous. Yeah, it kept us really busy. It was yeah. at least a show every other day. Mm. Yeah. We, we've had a good 11, 12 months since we've been back. Louis, give one new fact about yourself. Let's hear it. I got a new sweater for Christmas. Aww. From Zadig and Voltaire. It's really nice. It's my favorite now. Mark, what's one new thing that's new with you? Uh, oh, I got a new tattoo. I did. Oh, did you? Yeah. Tell many? me about it. What? How many? I, I have one new tattoo. Oh, I have two new tattoos since the last time we talked. You have tattoos now. <laughs> he yeah, he caught up to me. Before. He caught up to me. Yeah. Well, I, I surpassed you yep. at one and point. And I caught up to and you. And then you caught up to me. Yep. But then we got to do the next one together. So. Oh, I'm so down. <laughs> you know what you want? Your name <laughs> on my ass. <laughs> oh, my tattoos are... Um, I have a dancing farmer crying on a plant on my left calf. And a a sketched version of the Fibonacci sequence shape. And it's uh, with watercolor. So tell me, the dancing farmer, which is crying, that's interesting. He's peeing on the plant. No, he's not peeing on the plant. He's crying on the plant and it grows. But let's, let's, um, let's delve into that. No, let's not go into that. No. That is not a topic for right now. Please don't make me. So the one thing about Tool is... <laughs> it's the song that made me it's the it's a character from a music video that made me want to play bass tool tool see um see earlier episodes so the thing about two americans in a soggy teabag is we always try and stay current with what is going on in the world some stuff we try to brush off our shoulders because you all know we are trump free since 2016 <clears throat> And uh, many other topics we try to ignore, but at, at some point it's just time to start talking about certain things. So that brings us to our first topic this week. So a very common thing that is going on right now is the dismissal of issues, including there's a current issue, it's too soon, we can't talk about this, we brush it off. One month later, that serious issue happens again. Can't talk about this. We brush it off. And it's a good like, all right, if somebody close to me just died, I don't want to talk about it right now. Right. That makes sense. Right. Okay. But if people close to me keep dying mm. and then I never talk about anything, that, that doesn't seem too right, does it? Right. Mm. Especially if they're all dying from the same reason. So the wonderful topic that we are talking about today is guns. Obviously a big thing in the United States of America because many other countries have slimmed down on laws to do with gun ownership. If you're allowed to own guns in any way, who is allowed to own guns, etc. And the three of us around this table have many different point of views when it comes to this topic. Louis being from London, guns are banned, other than 
high priority hunting. I know you can hunt there, but that's we'll get into that later. Mark comes from a very gun-friendly atmosphere, but yet gun-safe atmosphere. And me, myself, I come from a hunting background where my father was in the DNR. And I know guns can be very helpful in many ways. It's time to put the hammer down on the nail. Which is why we're bringing up that topic. Louis, why don't we start with you? Give us your background with guns in the UK and what happens there and what you know about that. My uh, my personal background with guns is that I didn't have any contact with them, honestly. Um, there are people who have them in the country, uh, in the more rural areas who use them to hunt or they just kind of keep a... It's more like a higher class thing, correct? Um, when it's for hunting, yeah. And if you sometimes get, you'll get like an old guy who's been there like 60 years and who have a shotgun and that's less of a class thing. That's just, yeah, it's just a more old fashioned thing. Uh, but yeah, they're not, they're not, not allowed. They're not allowed in, in, in cities. So, so it's almost totally unheard of in the UK. Most people having guns, like it's never a gun no. violence issue. No, it's not. It's not discussed. It's not discussed at all, and it's not like an a problem that's that's ever faced. And we don't have we don't have shootings, which is which is a big reason of why not. Um, yeah. Is there any kind of violence that's comparable to it? Yeah. Um, generally, from. When when I was in when when I grew up listening to the radio and they they talk with in America you have uh, you have gang violence and that's pretty much all done with guns but uh, I just always remember hearing of just kids getting stabbed as opposed to as opposed to uh, as opposed to getting shot it's a pretty big deal. If well, would you say shot. it's like a perfect trade off like people are getting stabbed as much as getting shot or is it like a lesser issue? The amount is less. Um, than shootings, but uh, and and also don't forget, you get a lot of people who survive yeah, from being stabbed true. twenty times, as opposed to being shot once. Sometimes people survive being shot once, but generally, if it's in a bad area, not really. Yeah, so it's it's I I rarely rarely hear about about uh, gun violence because there isn't much, even in in gangs or anything like that. It's yeah. usually higher up stuff like higher up organized crime which uses guns so louis going right into the crime of gun violence let's hear mark's background about i mean obviously where you come from with guns and everything it's quite a lot different viewpoint yeah so um from pennsylvania and we have pretty uh pretty loose gun laws i mean they're not by any means any looser than anywhere else it's just pretty they're pretty liberal with their conservative laws <laughs> if that makes sense what was i just saying oh a lot of my friends have guns and you know it's kind of like a common thing for us to if we're gonna hang out we're gonna go to the range at some point that's just like what we like to do for fun a really good friend of mine uh scooter believe him he was on the oh he was on the podcast mm-hmm. yeah and um he has he has a lot of guns and their family has a lot of guns and all different kinds of guns like Anywhere from shotguns to 
fully automatic rifles. There's all kinds of stuff, all kinds of really cool. The, to me and to everyone else, it's really, really cool. We get really excited about it because it's like a little piece of history or something like that. We never once thought, like, why would you? We didn't question it. Yeah. Because it was all locked up. We had always heard that he had these things until until it takes someone one one of us to ask him about them. That's when he went down and like opened up the safe, and then we could see everything that was inside. Mm-hmm. So it's like a really really responsible, um, lot of guns. Yeah, it's it's never been an issue. No, never. Yeah, it's never, a recreational once. thing and not something you even think about. So it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, what about you, Ian? Tell me about, tell me about, you, you said a little bit, but expand. The way I've dealt with guns in the past is uh, my father, obviously, as I said, is a DNR person, worked for them for many years. So hunting is a big part of our lifestyle, um, pheasant hunting, um, deer, grouse, etc. Um, generally going from anywhere like rifle-wise, 22 rifle up to a 30-odd six for a deer round. And then pheasants, the most I've seen anybody have is a 10-gauge, but that's very unneeded. Mm-hmm. And so generally it's 12-gauge, 20-gauge, if needed. But it's always been a recreational, like, hunting kind of thing. Yes, we don't need to hunt to get our meat for our family at this day and age, but yet it's something that we do, we eat whatever we have. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing really better than having... 20 pounds of venison left over in your freezer over the winter. It's a pretty yeah. great feeling. Okay, so here's something I want to ask you. Uh, just general legal gun ownership, obviously apart from the people who use them to kill each, to kill other people for various reasons, um, would you say that the ownership is divided into two categories, which would be either you use them when you want to go hunting or you use them in case someone comes and robs your house or, or I mean I mean it's definitely a difference coming from like somebody personal in my family mm-hmm. um, just wanted like hunting items originally hunting guns and that kind of thing mm-hmm. and then recently has gone more towards um, got the concealed and carry license gone through that whole thing uh, for protection so Protection is a big thing that, like, is just another side of this whole topic that is becoming very common. Let's let's use mine as an example. Why in England no one feels like, oh God, I wish I was allowed to have a gun in this country in case someone comes into a diner and shoots up the diner for no reason. You wouldn't you you wouldn't worry about that if you weren't worried that if you if you didn't know if you wouldn't be worried about that if you knew that no one had a gun to do that. There you don't have to worry about going to place. a movie, getting in an argument with someone and the guy getting up and pulling out a gun and shooting you. Yeah. It's like if you're walking around all the time and I don't know, name a game when we were little. What, what was a, like Tamagotchi. You remember Tamagotchi when yeah. we were really little? Yeah. You always brought your Tamagotchi with you just in case you ran into somebody that also had a Tamagotchi. You could be like, yo, check out my Tamagotchi. <laughs> I, I remember nothing about it. <laughs> it was the first Pokemon Go. So <laughs> if, you, if you knew that you'd be the only one walking around with it, you wouldn't do it, would you? Well, no. Because what would be the point? Yeah. Right. I mean, that's something that's a fad. Unless, and unless that's you some, just like the feeling. That's something that people want there. But like, it, it's still an analogy for what's going on. Mm-hmm. The problem I have with the, with the guns is that it, 
automatically the second a gun appears raises the stakes like so high it's true it's being blamed a lot on mental health issues i think that's ridiculous but uh it's ridiculous it, no no if you think about it, there's two points of this i think it's blamed on mental mental health issues because it's very true who's gonna shoot another person without a mental health issue but that's like saying but, but that's like saying every murderer should go to an asylum because but, why would you shoot someone unless you're crazy? But like seriously, looking deep down at yourself, I would say at least 80% of people have some kind of mental health issue. Whether it be reason to go to therapy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. I mean, Fraser Crane's making a living right now and I don't know, it's hard to pin down the main thing, but that's why we're finally talking about it because as we all know, this is a topic that's been shoved aside. We shouldn't talk about this right now. It's it's something that's just happened. Why would we do that? 17 people just died in a school in Florida. Uh, are we disgracing them by talking about this? Or are we bringing an issue to life? And that's, that's the tough thing that keeps happening here. But we decided to go with the point that it's time to at least talk about it. Whether you agree with one of us or disagree with one of us and agree with another, it, it doesn't really matter. So Lou, you've talked a lot about this. If you had uh, if you were president of the United States, which would never happen, you're born in the UK, you damn demon. Look at this guy. I bet I'd still get accused of being uh, a non-American citizen less than Obama did. <laughs> Probably true. But how would you change our current like gun situation in the United States? to better it in your opinion okay sh straight up if i could be like a, a dictator with it really um i'd do the same thing not necessarily dictator just say you had three magic wishes and you had to use right, them all okay. towards gun laws i i just do one i just i just do the same thing australia did and buy back everyone's guns so you do the buyback law that australia did and if if people were willing you would pay them money to buy back their weapon and then dismantle the weapon. Yep. Be really expensive, but America has a shit ton of money that it uses poorly. So, I mean, you we're billions. You don't like it, get out. We're, we're, we're trillions of dollars in debt, so. And you're still spending trillions trying to spend $27 billion on a wall. So, Mark, if you had to pick your perfect situation for gun ownership and gun usage in the United States, what would it consist of? Yeah, so me and my dad actually talked about this um, today, actually, on the phone. Or maybe it was yesterday. It was one. Of, it was a recently, couple of days ago. Recently. Yeah. It was recently my dad and I were on the phone, and he said something that really, really made a lot of sense to me is treat it like owning a car. You know, you have to be trained. You have to pass permit tests and stuff like that in order to, in order to own one and use one, whether it's on the range or whatever, for public for, um, sorry, private purposes. If these people are trained, then they can afford this sort of thing. You know, maybe have like an insurance for it. Okay, so only and like and also have super big background checks. So only people who are trained and can afford it uh, and have done just the, like owning a car. So about can can get the gun just the like owning a car. Okay, cool. So if they are trained like extensively and they pass a permit time period. Okay. Then they can own this. I still believe in like tax stamps to make like owning a fully automatic gun a little bit more expensive because, you know, normally yeah. someone and, who, and and what about the people who who didn't pass the background checks who already have a gun? At this point, well, this is with your law. So, so you bring in the, the, you bring. Let's say you bring in this law. Okay, 
I don't think you can really grandfather. I don't think you would be able to grandfather guns in like that. Because then, I mean, there's a ton of unregistered guns. Yeah. I anyway, so so you just have to kind of deal with that bit. Uh, Ian, what uh, what would you do in terms of gun laws? What would you change? What what do you think needs to be tweaked or just completely overhauled? So personally, in my experience, the only time I've been around guns has been an enjoyable recreational experience. Mm-hmm. And up to probably two years ago, I thought there should be no gun restrictions beyond what we have now. Just because I saw it from my blinder, hor- like horse blinder point of view. And that was people use guns for recreation. It's a fun time. I got closer to many people through hunting, etc., hunting camps, Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. Uh, in a lot of ways, if I'm talking two years ago, Ian, nothing should change. And then you look at today, and it makes you open your eyes to what should be allowed. And if I personally like, could rule over it and have my three magic wishes. Mm. So first, no fully automatic weapons. We don't need fully automatic mm. weapons. There's no point of them other than for recreation. But I mean, look at other things that have been for recreation in the past. The Mayans, when they were playing our basketball of the time, whoever would lose, they'd kill them. (laughs) Yeah, that's not a thing anymore. We evolve as people. It's still, I don't think fully automatic weapons are needed, nor... Yeah, it's fun for 16 seconds when you're firing 200 rounds, but think of what 200 rounds in 16 seconds could do. Mm-hmm. Like at some point, you have to make a sacrifice Yeah, it's got, it's got for other people. In that case as well, I don't feel like, like personally me, and I realize a lot of people are going to disagree here, I don't feel like any kind of assault rifle is needed. I don't feel like anything like past like even a bolt action rifle is needed. I think every shotgun, I think we have to pump it at least before we shoot the next round. I mean, look at pheasants. Yeah, we want the most like, I want to pull the trigger once and then we'll pull it again. That'd be great to get that pheasant if I miss the first time. But at some point, me personally, I would make the sacrifice to get rid of anything that's semi-automatic. I I own a semi-automatic gun myself, but it's a twenty two. It was a squirrel gun, and it's not something that I'm going to touch, nor will I pass on to somebody. And granted, uh, it's just dangerous because semi-automatic weapons can be turned into automatic weapons with a high industrial piece of tape that we talked about (laughs) earlier. And it's just crazy to think about that if you're using something that's hurting someone else in this drastic way, and this constantly, but people are dying every single day from guns. And it, it, it gets to a point where, yeah, we're not going to be able to stop every single gun death that's going on, but we can stop 15 people being shot within 30 seconds. Yeah, I mean... That there, doesn't need to happen. There are, so, there are so many at this point, the politicians that we were talking about doing the thoughts and prayers thing where they just say, oh, or, or the main one now they do, is they 
they completely don't talk about it by saying it's too soon or we shouldn't be doing Which is this. the exact reason why we're yeah. talking about this topic. But, but the thing is that the reason they're doing that is because it's happened so much that if they were to even address it at all, is uh, it would be them saying that we're just going to have to kind of put up with this. This is kind of what's going to happen. So the only way out of... Because they pulled that. the card that because, they're disgracing somebody who just died by yeah. talking about how they died. Because they're not, because they don't want to. If I died from this new weapon, I want everybody talking about it, and I would want everybody. Yeah, because to like, everyone's realizing is this an issue. Everyone's realizing that app, like lit, there isn't a single thing which has changed in the last twelve months, despite probably, well, there was eighteen already this year, and maybe this less year. than two months in. So, so after that many, uh. If people see that nothing's actually changing, the politicians can't really talk about it at all because it's obvious that they're not doing anything. So then they try and avoid the entire topic, every single one. They get to avoid by going, oh, this isn't really appropriate. shouldn't be discussing it. Yeah. Mark, what do you, what do you think about what I've been saying, what Louis has compared? Um, I don't, I don't know. I think that... Um, I think that there should be an appropriate time to talk about it. I don't think that, uh, I don't think that there's an, in a, I mean, there's definitely an inappropriate time to talk about it. I, at least to me, like after a tragedy like this sort of happens, then, you know, give it some time to think about the victims and stuff like that. Well, which is an issue, which what? you agree with. No, it's yeah, an issue yeah. that keeps no, yeah. being swept under the rug. And two months we'll have a new issue. The oh, Vegas shooter less, happened. Less, yeah, less. the Vegas shooter happened so recently as well, and it just keeps happening, and we keep diminishing it because if you keep stepping in dog shit when you're walking somewhere, eventually you're just going to get used to stepping in dog shit. <laughs> Why don't we stop stepping in dog shit? Oh, well, it's ne- yeah, and it's being accepted as well. We step in dog shit. That's what happens. Yeah, Louis, your final statement on this topic. Um, do you? Do your best to get rid of them. To get rid of them. Um, do the Australia thing was my best best idea. It's the only thing that's that's been done in a comparable way. And it well, they haven't had any kids being shot up in a school, so I'd say that's a that's a big plus. And that's in twenty years they haven't had someone shoot up a school. So if you can do that, do it. If I could. That's me. Ian, what about you? It's it's a tough topic. And I'm happy we touched on this. I'm happy we got onto it a bit. And I'm happy we all dropped our opinions. But it comes down to each and every single person in this country to look at themselves. If you look at this, at some point you have to give in. And at some point you have to draw the line and it's a personal sacrifice for every single person, but you're going to be so selfish that you can't give up a single weapon that you have to maybe prevent something in the future. Mm. It's ridiculous. I, I think the United States of America at this point has to be a lot less self-centered and a lot more big picture. And like, what, what's the most cliche word ever? Change. You know what? Something fucking needs to change here. It's getting ridiculous. Mm. 
and that's that's where I'm gonna leave it. Okay. So you all know how this podcast goes. If you listened before, we always end it with our album of the week. We're back, and we're gonna start dropping music on you and music that's currently touched us now. So it's still gonna be album of the week. Louis, what is your album of the week? Um, mine is uh, Daniel Caesar's, which came out uh, right at the end of August. I like it. Yes. Freudian. It is called Freudian. Um, he's got a cool vibe. It's kind of like a Frank Ocean-y, uh, like inspired by Frank Ocean. Daniel Caesar's stuff, He's he's got... Uh, it's one of those where you have a few favorite tracks on it. There's one, there's one where he uses like a whole choir. He goes a cappella for like the beginning of the whole song, and that one's called "New Roses." Yeah, and then "Loose." He's got a cool, like, um, cool, like organ, organy kind of part on it, which is dope. Yeah, I like, I like his stuff. That's my album of the week. Mark, what yeah. is your album of the week? So my album of the week is going to be um, Colors by Beck. And I, this is new. It's from 2017. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty new. And it's like, for me, at least it's been one of the albums that I like really enjoy every single track on. Like there's so many good tracks off this, off this album. It's so, it's such a fun album to listen to. Um, If I had to say my favorite, probably Dear Life. Or uh, no distraction. Those those two were really kick ass to me. Just a lot of like feel, a lot of really good feel inside of it. I mean, that's all that really matters, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Feel, a little feel. Yeah. Um, Ian, give us your album of the week. Go on. So my album of the week has to credit the man who credited my favorite artist very recently in the Super Bowl halftime show. Justin Timberlake did a whole like little mini series with Prince singing up on this giant gown that was flowing through the stadium in Minnesota. The artist who was doing that was Justin Timberlake. He released the album recently, Man of the Woods. And the first track to come out was a track called Filthy. And this track is, it's very dirty. It's a Timberland influence, or it's a Timberland produced track. And so it has a good four bass parts in it, including the wobble bass, best part. Um, but it's going right off of one of the Prince's tracks with the big rock, like real live band solo starting in the beginning and then rocking into a modern day track. And then going deeper into the album, there's so much more going by it. Best one was definitely Say Something. Uh, co-written was Chris Stapleton and he sings on the track as well but the coolest part of it is it's a fantastic track in, in like itself but yet there's an entire video catch this on YouTube that they do the entire track live with a full band, full choir and one take camera there's one take like literally yeah. the camera records the entire video and is I paid a lot of attention to music videos in the past, um, but easily the best music video I've ever seen in my life is Say Something by Justin Timberlake. And that is my album of the week for you. 
All right. So I just wanted to thank you all for listening to Two Americans in a Soggy Teabag. We are back almost a year later, and we will keep putting out a little bit of music for you, a little bit of talking for you, and a little bit more English accent, as much as we can get from American 1, goodbye from American 2. Goodbye. And from a Soggy Teabag. the clap for so you could see where you're about to finish no that was emphasis okay. i just clapped you've nearly adopted the dark the dark i was born in it of course molded by it it will be extremely painful let's let's get all the other lights off though to save energy yeah it's like saving the world is cool of course all right <laughs> mr wood one 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 Check two, one. Two, 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 two. Check two. Eight. Eight. <laughs> Fuck it. Why are you yeah. even here? <laughs> eight. Just eight. <laughs> I just lost the game. Shit. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> Naked picture of Louie. <laughs> <laughs> Does he never known about that? No. Oh, oh my god. god. So you guys just send it to each other. Yeah. <laughs> I never forgive you for that. <laughs> you guys just send it to each other. I never for- I never forgive you for doing that. <laughs> so I I may have undetected chlamydia, but so so might we all. Does it burn when you pee? Mm-mm. Then you probably That's don't probably would it. be undetected. And mm-hmm. like, I'm a fucking... I was born a male, but I identify as an Apache attack helicopter. Yeah, I mean, personally, I was born in the darkness. <laughs> you. You merely adopted it. You merely adopted it. I was born in it. Molded, Molded by it. it. <laughs> Hi, welcome back. Hi, welcome back. Hi, welcome back. Sab by Dabber. Sab by Dabber. Sebel. I'm just overly happy that we're actually here and doing this podcast Mm. now because it's been so long and just like a stone skips three, four times across the water. I've never seen it. This 200 plus man over here skipped across the water. I've never seen anything like it. He really like bounced. (laughs) Bounced. It was unbelievable. Mark, what's new thing? Mark, what's... (laughs) Mark, what's new thing? <laughs> Fuck. Mark, what's new? Dude, you, you got this. <laughs> well, you haven't you, even like, gotten into the topics you, yet. You got it, man. Something Just more. try it again. <clears throat> <laughs> Come on, I believe in you. Give it a <clears throat> shot.